0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Ah, yes. The Bennett Skin Show 105.3 The Fan. Happy Football Friday, everybody. Hope you're having a great day. By the way, the Chiefs are having a great day. The MRI results from Pat Mahomes' knee indicate that he just suffered a dislocated kneecap and nothing else. No ligament damage. As bad as that sounds. that's incredible. Uh, they are only expecting him to miss about three games, so that is good for the Chiefs. By the way, uh, LeBron is feeling the heat. LeBron tried to just get on social media and give a little love to Pat Mahomes. He said, best of luck slash health to my guy, Patrick Mahomes, and just got killed with Chinese government. I, was, I know why he did that, because the Chiefs wear red. He just um, got destroyed, just got destroyed. Uh, all right, joining us now on the Ben and Skin Show, thanks to our friends at the Windstar World Casino and Resort. It's the best in the business, the great... Brian brought us how are you doing today Brian doing great thank you Windstar and I, I got bumped I bumped Jerry Jones how
2: about that man that's that's <laughs> that's some incredible programming on your part to, well, to do that on the fly so. well
1: we love Jerry but I hey, know you love Jerry we, I, I don't
2: I mean I, I feel honored I really lie. really do we love you more well oh don't, no don't say that <laughs> hey, Don't say he pays
1: a lot of bills over that ballpark don't <laughs> the, say that yeah. and we got Jerry at 120 we're fine all yeah. right there you go yeah, yeah. cool yeah. cool yeah. we're good we'll be, we'll get to Jerry here I do want to get your a th- thoughts um, yeah I'm, I'm having a hard time with some of the intangible things that are being discussed this week and what I mean by that is people talking about a lifeless sideline not sure. a lot of passion sure those types of things and I'm wondering for you uh you forgot you know more football today than i'll ever know just in one day so what do you make of all this talk about passion is this what you're seeing a passionless team i had lunch with christy scales today and i asked her the same
2: question because this morning i was uh, working out and i was listening to sean and rj and sean talked about i need to have christy scales on and let her talk about this and with the sidelines and i said christy you seeing anything different on the sidelines in the previous 25 years or so you've been doing this and she says no not really she says you know people make mistake uh mistake uh you know certain things lack of passion or passion for things and she says I haven't seen anything different from this team I I know that she said guys like Bill Cowher and Troy Aikman everybody else saying they kind of notice these things but she says down there no it's not any different and you know Christy has always been really really honest with me about it and she says, no, the players are into it. They seem to be locked into things. You know, some things that happen during games that, that cause them problems and cause them issues. And, you know, it's a lot different. I mean, I, I don't go to the games anymore because I do all our work here in the studio. But, you know, for somebody that's down there in the middle of it, and she's, she's been a big, big part of, you know, of covering this team for a long time, if she's telling me that no, it's not any different, you know. But she does say, oh, well, there's things that happen. There are bad things that happen that you know you get a different reaction from. There's some good things that happen, but she says overall it's pretty been it's been pretty consistent. It's been uh, you know overall uh, you know something that she's uh, kind of coming to expect from Jason Garrett team. She says they're near, not always uh, you know that. Uh, she says yeah, certain players get emotional. They're on the sidelines, but overall. As a group, they they stay pretty even keel, and she thinks a lot of it has to do with because the head coach is that way.
1: Okay, that's good. I thought that she had mentioned, I thought it was during the Packers game that she sensed that it was a little lifeless over there, but I don't want to put words in her mouth. But. No,
2: yeah, she she was I again, I asked her. I just point blank and she says, "No, it hasn't been much different." Again, maybe she doesn't remember exactly what she said during the Packers game, but I made it a point to ask her because yeah, no, I mean, I know a lot of, you know, there, there's a lot of times that uh you know in the media and and I'm included because I don't always go to the games anymore and you know, I'll lob a hand grenade in there you know and 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 watch the scrap metal hit everybody you know the kind of mm. thing and you know mm. unless you're involved in the middle of it it's kind of hard sometimes to say oh this team is this and this team is that unless you're really physically standing there and hanging out with them and 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 doing that you know and and covering them that way and i like to feel like some of the advantages i do have is when questions do come up here at the star i can go and ask the people who would know and Again, she she uh she told me she says no, not not much different than what I've what I've seen in the past.
1: Okay, Brian, we really focus on our injuries and all those sorts of things, but yeah. is there injuries over in the Philly side that you think the Cowboys can really exploit? Well,
2: it sounds like they they're, they're going to get some guys back this week, you know. So, yeah, I mean, their secondary has been a, a real issue for them, and I'm waiting for the final report. Uh, to see who's practiced so I could just talk about who practiced for the Cowboys today just to kind of kind of tie that up with what what the Eagles are doing uh, you know the the both the tackles went the receiver went and you know and then Byron Jones was out there so these guys took normal reps they were out there and it wasn't uh, it wasn't one of those things they were trying to baby them through the practice they were trying to figure out out there if these guys are capable of going so uh, again Amari Cooper out there uh, Randall Cobb out there. Uh, Byron Jones out there, the two tackles out there. The only guy, again, that's not going to play this week is going to be Anthony Brown. But it looks like everybody else uh, made it through this practice. Now, we'll see when the, the the report comes out. But just talking to some people after practice, uh, they were pleased with the direction that all those guys went and uh, and look for them to be available for this game this weekend. But, yeah, they, the Eagles, you know, like I said, they get Jalen Mills back, who is, uh, you know, a very talented cornerback for them. They've really, really struggled on the outside with Rashuel Douglas playing, you know, and then Sidney Jones as well has been a big, big issue for them. So uh, I still feel like that the Cowboys, if they, you know, uh, with the way the offensive line, with Collins at the right tackle, Smith at the left tackle, uh, you know, to find a way to protect, uh, hold up in protection. Like I said, the ball's going to go down the field. You know, it, it might be a, a little bit more of downfield football from this team because the, the Eagles have had some problems in playing some, some pass coverage. And I feel like the Cowboys are going to try and take advantage of that. So, uh, you know, kind of keep an eye on how the routes are developing down the field and the plays they're able to make down the
1: field. Man, I, I love the way Amari Cooper is wired. I just think he's one of those guys. It's going yeah, to be hard to keep him off the field no yeah. matter what. But yeah. let me ask you this, Brian. So if he wants to play just because he's a warrior and yeah. he goes out there and he gets hurt on the first play again, does that limit them in terms of their roster and not being able to bring enough wide receivers? Oh, well, what they're but today's today was the day of we're not going to have
2: what happened to us last week you know we're going to we're going to find out if you can go out there and play 15 20 30 plays how many plays are in practice we're going to find out if you can withstand what we're about to do i mean that was the same thing with the tackles the same thing with byron jones those guys i mean they went out there and worked them with the intent of like okay let's see you run routes let's see you cut let's see you move now again we don't know what kind of uh when there's going to be collisions and things like that but yeah he was in bad shape over the weekend but uh, today was about you know making sure that, that that quad that they got all the blood out of that quad so he could feel you know feel good about it the flexibility in the quad so he could practice and you know this team is not going to put guys out there that are hurt but they wanted to make sure that every one of these guys had the capability you know, rev them up let them go and if they can't make it through a practice today then they don't need to be active on Sunday and you know I, I' just kind of getting the feeling that they feel good about the 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 direction that all these guys went
1: talking to Brian brought us here on the Ben and skin show 1053 the fan earlier in the week we had a discussion over multiple shows about Zeke falling off and to what degree um I mean I would I would maintain that if there is a fall off and there is some I think it's fractional I don't think it's pulled him out of the the realm of what I thought he was sure what is your perception of Zach of Zach of Zeke how he's playing this year, and do you think there's some degree of fall off?
2: Yeah, this is this is you're, you're bringing me on as a, a character witness here because I, <laughs> I know
1: that I know people have come after you on
2: uh, you know your beliefs. I know you texted into the show the other day when uh, the the guys were talking about it on the morning show and stuff like that. I I you know I I don't see the explosiveness that I once saw. But I do see the toughness, the physicality. I do see blitz pickup. I do see catching the football. I do see some tough running. I think maybe that 400 touches a year has maybe taken its toll on him a little bit. Uh, you know, we, we talk about what happened with no lack of training camp and all that stuff. How fresh is he? Uh, you know, I mean, that's, you know, he should be showing more explosiveness. But, you know, he made a mistake the other day. He, he could have clearly had a longer run on that 38 that they ran where they got the guard out front with Martin. If he stays the outside, now it's going to be a foot race to see. But there there has been some some. Uh, – uh, I'm not going to say slippage, but you just don't see the explosiveness that you once saw. But it, it's still the, – the, the capability of him carrying the ball, being tough – Getting tough yards. I mean, he had it on that third and one, I mean, he had no chance on that goal line play the other day. I mean, they uh, you know, Williams and Frederick missed their block and bam, that tackle sitting right in the hole and he's, you know, he tries to overpower a three hundred pound guy and he just can't get it done. But I, I think that there's there's clearly uh, some of the, uh, again, the lack of explosiveness of the player. I still think he's he's one of the best to play just because of all the things that else he could do, again, the running ability, the toughness, the catching the football, and the blitz pickup stuff you have with him.
1: When you look at the last three weeks, Cowboys have been outscored in the first half of games 47-9. to nine. Not good. Is it one of those things where you can, as a football man, look at those three games and kind of explain away, okay, this happened in this game, this happened in this game, or is it one of those things, this might be a fatal flaw, this might be a trend? This it's is- a
2: fine line that these guys play on offense. And, you know, when they – especially last week when they were down Cooper, when they were down offensive tackles, when they were down with Dak, you know, taking some hits, you know, that's that's a problem for this team is when their ability to – or the lack of execution. And I know everybody out there, the Tolos are rolling their eyes and say, Broadus, you work for the Cowboys, you're talking about Garrett and all that stuff trust me i it, it's the truth when they throw a ball to uh when they throw a ball to Michael Gallup and on, on, you know for a first down and he's well past the sticks he gets the ball into he's going to get the ball into Jets territory with a fresh set of downs and the ball goes right through his hands you know that's a very fine line right there that is one of those things this team can't afford the the misses the opportunities to catch passes to they can't afford penalties they can't afford to have a guy line up wrong and and bring back a you know 15 yard gain on the outside especially when they're down the personnel that they were down so yeah slow starts you know i i think that i think that the Saints had a great game plan for them. I really, really do. And, you know, and, and both defenses, I thought, played very, very well that game. The Green Bay game, they got way, way behind, and then the turnovers were, were killer for them. So, again, I think it's a very, very fine line offensively. I, I think the, the struggles on the offense has kind of overshadowed some of the problems they've had on defense. You know, I think a lot of people are focusing on the offense, but you could also find some fault with the defense as well and you know, that's why you're on a three-game losing streak right now.
1: Okay, and just to clarify, your feeling after being out there at the start today that probably Byron Jones is the lone guy. Who, if 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 everything stays the same, that probably wouldn't play but the rest of them probably wouldn't. No, no,
2: Byron Jones is going to play.
1: Oh, Byron is going to play. Who's yeah. the one guy? Anthony Brown. Okay, got it. Anthony got Brown. Got
2: it. Yeah, there were there were six guys that were not at practice on on Wednesday and just talking to some people here again I'm just you know just visiting with some folks they felt like that things w- went well now they got a, a practice again tomorrow and or you know kind of a walkthrough thing to see how they feel but the indications were that uh, it, it felt like that the guys that needed to come through today uh, came through so uh, again we'll wait and see what happens with the inactives but at least the guys that were out there continued to practice from what I was told
1: wow that is fantastic news brian thank you for the update and thank you to the windstar world casino for giving us the best in the business appreciate
2: yeah appreciate windstar a lot and you guys get back to that jerry jones that's more important than (laughs) there you go
1: brother have a good one (laughs) thank you appreciate that there he goes uh brian Broadus. man love you what a great update from Broadus. so wait a second i was just thinking that i mean i know that they they'd rolled Lyell and tyron out there during a Mm -hmm. portion of practice i wasn't feeling that good about it i certainly wasn't feeling good about amari cooper but it sounds like they're all going to be able to give it a go if no, there are no setbacks between now and Sunday night. And they could get out there. I mean, keep in mind, uh, you know, Tyron went out there last week to try to give it a go and eh, we're not going to do this. So we don't want to get overly excited, but it's way more encouraging than anything that's happened this yeah. week. Oh, that, that is for the sure. best news we've had around here in a long time. Yep. Coming up next, let's get into the Jerry Jones audio. Some really interesting answers from Jerry And we'll get into that next right here on 105.3 The Fan. All right, now's your chance to text in the word of the hour to 72881. The word of the hour is duck, D-U-C-K. Yeah, go ahead and send that in. Uh, By the way, something pretty awesome posted on social media, social media, uh, on D-Will's account. So D-Will must be out playing golf with Tony Romo, which by the way, I don't think the Chiefs are going to need to call Romo now because uh, Pat Mahomes will be back in three weeks. Wouldn't Romo play three games for them? Probably not. Romo's out playing golf right now. I would. But what D-Will did, D-Will looks to be in the cart in front of Romo and So he gets in front of Romo with his cart, and he takes out. They look to be playing somewhere that is in a There's a lot of dirt. uh, No, that's down south, bro. That is? That looks like Trinity Forest to me. Trinity Forest. I could be wrong, but that looks like a Lynx course. Well, they're in some dirt, and D-Will takes out a fake rattlesnake or a fake snake, and it's coiled up, and he put it down right by the cart. And Romo saw it, and I mean, he could have injured Romo. Romo dove out of there, jumped out of there, thought it was, the snake was real. Uh, D-Will clowned him and posted it on social media. He looks like a guy that could play for the Chiefs right now. He the looks way like he moves. can still play.
0: This was at a Meridale Golf Club out there in old Carrollton. Okay. Oh, what? Home of the Switch Fest Festival coming up in a couple of weeks. Have you played that course? Doesn't that look like? Have you seen the footage? Uh no, Merado's private, dude. Okay, it looks incredible.
1: Doesn't that look like that shot? That looks like Trinity Forest, kind of. I know they play Cheryl Park a lot, so I don't know <laughs> if they were out there. They're probably getting that uh, that early rate, that midday rate. Dude,
0: I, I need to go get some two p.m. Yep. Cheryl Park on. Me too. Uh,
1: okay, uh, got to get into a quote here from Demarcus Lawrence. This has become the biggest, and obviously, before we get to that, we should reiterate what Brian brought us. Brian brought us thanks. Uh, this is what he's sensing that the Cowboys are feeling pretty confident that they're going to get all their injured guys back except Anthony Brown. So that would be huge. Now, he's not guaranteeing it, and that's not what he's saying. He's just saying he's sensing that they're feeling more and more confident, and uh, that would be huge. Even Amari Cooper, who I thought there's no way in hell he'd play. And then the biggest news outside of that is Demarcus Lawrence, what he just said. (laughs) So the beat writers are all posting this on social media. Demarcus Lawrence was asked about Doug Peterson's guarantee that the Eagles are going to beat the Cowboys and he says all right he's got to come here tell him to come on we ready can he play the game (laughs) he might want to shut his ass up and stay on the sidelines he can't play the game for them we'll see I do love Tank you know what though that's good you know because you know what Tank just did he did the exact same thing Doug Peterson did except the difference is that Tank's not about to go on a conference call and go No, what I really meant, guys, is that I have my team's back. Tank's just going to say it and then leave it out there and be like, what? Oh, okay. Dave Hellman now uh, chiming in. Tank was also asked about the fact that he's rotated off the field more this season than in other years. Tank says, you ain't got to worry about it this week. Doug Doug Peterson already called us out, so y'all know what it is. Oh!
3: Okay, so we talked about Bassick
1: all worked up. We've talked about the idea that uh, you know does bulletin board material work on pros? I think it does if you light a flame, if you engulf it, if you set off the match or like whatever, a you light flame. a fuse, and you blow it up. And that's what he's doing. D Law is using this. D D Law is using this as a way to get his team fired up. He's like, "What do you? This is good leadership." Yeah. Hey, guys, they're calling us out. Their coach just guaranteed victory. I wish he had used it sometime okay. in the last three weeks, but dude, it's do or die click. Let's go. Right. Beat the Eagles, be four and three, be one up on them in your division, and then move onward and upward. All right. But you, we are going to be miserable next week if they lose this stupid game <laughs> Sunday night. Yeah. All right. Let's dive into some of this. Uh, Jerry Jones, cut number one. Is this a must win game?
3: Oh, listen, uh I think that if you really look at it, you've got to anticipate possible disappointments as you move on through the schedule. So when you really think about it and start doing the very mathematics, every game needs to be won and that's almost trite. And so that game was a big one last week in the grand scheme of things. And uh, we're gonna need we're going to need it and if not, we're gonna have to have made up for it by uh, doing something on the road doing something in the last uh, part of the game or last second possession, we've got to get it done because it's that competitive to be able to be in the playoffs and have a shot.
1: Uh, he knows. I mean, there's everybody knows. They all know. I mean, we can sit there and go, well, mathematically speaking, but, dude, they know. This is it. You have to go win this game. All right, you don't have a choice. Cut number two, have bad habits at practice translated on the field?
3: I'm a firm believer that repetition is is football. Uh, It's doing the same thing over and over again. Now, if you put in to something, whether it be food in your body or what have you, what you put in is what comes out as far as results are concerned. If you put in in sloppy vaccine... If you put in a uh, uh, cavalier attitude about the Christmas of a play, a route, or, or your hand placement on a block, that's what you're going to see when it comes out when in a ball game. So I completely understand. And frankly, uh, that's uh, uh, been a premise that most coaches should stress and have stressed as long as I've been associated with it. You've got to practice this game. This game is work. To practice. I said the other day on the radio, nobody just goes out and hits each other for the fun of it. They'll shoot baskets, playgrounders, they'll do that stuff in other sports. Not here. Mm. This is hard work. Put it in hard. That's what we do out here. Certainly mm. three days a week, actually five days a week. But uh, uh, I think we're doing that. And I think we're all looking for ways to uh, start fast and come out on the better end. Practice. I-
1: I like that metaphor that if you eat fast food from a taco joint, it's going to be a disaster in your toilet. So whatever you put that good food in. Put it in hard. Yep, and have Mm -hmm. a good solid stool. Uh, Let's go to cut number three. This is just a tense interaction with skin, according to the cut sheet. Yeah. Uh, Not to put words in your your mouth, Jerry, I want to make sure I understand, do you feel like that... What we're talking about there is not emblematic of this particular team the last several weeks. Do you think?
3: You are putting words in my mouth. (laughs) Well, I'm asking. I'm asking for clarification. Okay, let's don't do that. I don't want to. I'm not going to let you do it. Okay. What I'm saying is, the better we practice, the better we'll play. I believe that. And I'm not addressing any particular individual or any team or any situation. The better we practice, the better we play. Every team that plays a game this weekend. If they had practiced better, they will play better.
1: But what about Jalen? Would that right. have been a good follow-up question? Let's go to cut number six, which includes the question. You know, I would assume in terms of you going in and saying, hey, this team needs a talk with with, uh, with me. This team needs a, a come-to-Jerry meeting. Uh, are you at that point now, or, or could you see this uh, kind of getting to that point anytime soon?
3: Let's don't assume that, and you started your question off, let's assume that uh, your assumption is not correct, and it isn't. Uh, I don't have, uh, uh, the ultimate is to come uh, to uh, my office. I don't have that policy. And uh, I continually uh, to uh, uh, work with everybody that's involved here to see if there areas that we can be better on. We did that last year. We did it after we lost to Washington. In Washington, we got better, sat there before I left town, and made the trade on Cooper. Uh, we made changes in the coaching staff. Now, what I am for is moving within uh, the, the bounds of what's reasonable. Uh, I am for continually looking for ways that you can change and improve. Whether it be personnel or whether it be what we're
0: doing with the personnel, and yes, I spend a lot of time there. I mean, they do have the bye week next week, and that's where they made a lot of decisions last year. That's where they got rid of Paul Alexander and made the move to Colombo because things just weren't progressing. But it felt like they were waiting on that to to, to get to bye week to do that because we could have seen in week four or five, hey, maybe we're going to make a change. Things aren't working well. They waited till bye week. Uh, Kind of waited until bye week to make the trade, really. I mean, they played a game, and then they had the bye week. But, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I think if they're, if things were to go poorly Sunday night, I think you would hear loud and clear what Jerry wants over the bye week when the coaches have their meetings and, and things like that. So I understand what he's saying, and I he's right, and he would know more than me. But I do think if Jerry had anything that he wanted to voice, uh, I think the timeline is now, based on what happens Sunday night, we'll see. By week, they all have these these meetings and tighten thing up, uh, tighten thing up meetings and things like that. And that's where I just kind of wonder if that's where things would get tense. That's why did, that's why I think if Jason, uh, if the Cowboys don't play well and get beat, like it, like get beat badly, ass kicked up and down the field, that's where I think Jason will get fired because they got a bi week to make adjustments and they're going to yeah. meet on this stuff. I think they, I don't think they're going to.
1: I, I, Stand past. I can get in I can get on board with the concept that if they get routed by the Eagles at home and are sitting there at three and four, I can get behind the concept of them replacing Jason. But I think it has to be them getting really destroyed on national TV on a Sunday night game at their time. house. Right. I think that's the way that he gets bounced. Otherwise, even if Philly just just barely beats him, I don't think they're getting rid of him. It's what I want to happen, but the more I think about it. It's gonna be Marinelli, you know. Uh, it's probably gonna be Marinelli, right? Because mm-hmm. he's got head coaching experience. Rashard is already running the defense. It's a CEO type head coaching role, and so there's. It's not like Marinelli's the answer to anything. So I don't know, man. It would just be like you'd just be deciding, hey, you know what? Garrett's problematic for us. Having him around is hurting us. Which Marinelli is- doesn't have some right incredible coaching pedigree. There's no excitement or oh my god, the Marinelli era. No, it's like did you get excited when your substitute teacher came to class? Yes. It's like it's basically ha- it's basically taking a hamster off the hamster wheel and putting a fat tired hamster on that same wheel. <laughs> see if that see if this older more tired hamster can generate some energy. That'd be a good name for a beer fat tire hamster. Fat tired hamster. is <laughs> pretty good. Not beer. tire, tired. Uh all right, and then finally uh cut number 8 uh is this team overhyped or is this team under at least over the last 3 weeks?
3: I think we have in place a team capable of uh, uh, competing in the playoffs, and I think we have a team that's capable of uh, going far in the playoffs if we get in the playoffs. It's capable of that. Uh, but, uh, well, along the way, we're going to have to uh, make adjustments. Along the way, we're going to uh, uh, have to uh, take a step back. Uh, that's what's happened to us the last three weeks. Uh, I like – uh, again, the fact uh, that we won our first three because it allowed us to lose our last three and still be three and three. I told you I was going to be tripped. Uh, if we would lost those first three plus the last three, we'd be you know where. Uh, now that's a, a ridiculous statement. If in fact you don't realize that every time you win one, uh, you gain on it, and then you uh, stand place or lose. Uh, step back when we lose. I look at the big picture. I look at the long-term picture. Uh, We don't quit trying to uh, 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 get these games under our belt. We never know what the record might be that gets you in the playoffs. So every series, every quarter is a big deal. All
1: right, so let's do this. Let's bring the G-Bag Nation in here. And coming up next, let's let them help us solve a controversy about one of the Jerry questions. KT and I way disagree on what Kay, on what Jerry said.
3: You are putting words in my mouth.
1: Did we put words in his mouth? We'll let G Bag weigh in on this. We have a controversial Jerry answer. Next on the Ben and Skin Show, 1053 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your
0: Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.